Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. It is going to be lit in here today. I'm so excited. So I have Dr. Diana Lake here with us today. It's going to be all about self-care. I'm so excited. And I think it's because this topic is not one for the longest time that I thought was really important, but it is literally I mean, basically, I consider it a superpower. So we're going to be talking all about that. So I'll start with introductions, and then we're going to get right into it. So for those that don't know me, my name is Dr. Uday. I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine. I also do aesthetics, and with both modalities, my goal is to have my patients feeling good and looking good. So let's get right to it. So I have Dr. Diana Lake with with us today. So I'm going to give you some information about her. Um, she's an emergency medicine physician, fitness and wellness we- uh, weight loss coach, menopause wellness expert, best-selling author. She's a speaker, autism parent advocate, and founder of Dr. Die Fitness. So she helps highly successful women get fit fierce and fabulous without using fad diets or spending endless hours in the gym. That sounds awesome. So (laughs) so much for being here. Dr. Dye. Dr. Dye. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Dr. Dr. It's awesome, awesome, awesome to be here. And it was so good to meet you in person. (laughs) Back had so much fun. It's just... It's an ex- it's an extension of that, basically. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into it. So, okay, self care, right? So, for, so Dr. Dai, from your perspective, what is it? Okay, that's a great question. Actually, yes. it's a really good question because I think self care for each person they're going to give you a different answer, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, self care is anything that you're doing, any activity that you're doing that is elevating. Who you are, who you are as a human being, right? So either it's giving you less stress, um, is making you feel joy, right? Is bringing joy into your life, is actually creating a lifestyle of the dream life that you want, the dream body that you want. So it goes beyond just getting your hair done, getting your nails done. It's also your finances. It's you know how you what you're listening to. Yes. Right. When you're in your car, what are you putting in your ear? Like what, 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 what are you listening to? You know, who's around you? All of that is part of your self-care. Your peace is self-care. <laughs> for me, yes, that's for me. That's what I say. If anything that brings you joy and peace, I mean, that literally is it. So why is it important? Why is self-care important? Ah, another great question. Self-care is important because as human beings, especially moms, you know, working moms, physician moms, let's call y'all out, <laughs> right? <laughs> we have <laughs> society has, you know, told us that yes, you should be the wife, the mother, you know, the the provider, the breadwinner, you know, you can do all these things, right? So for a lot of us, we are so spent. 
doing, 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 doing. We just don't even know how to just be. Yes. Right? Just be. (laughs) We are such in, you know, oh, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. That a lot of us are suffering, literally suffering because we're not being mindful about what we need. Absolutely. What do you want? That you see, you <laughs> yes, taking it back. But yes, that that to me is so important because I feel like we all work towards that life that we want, but we don't slow down enough to enjoy it. Yes, and that that's really you know why it's important is because you matter. Yes, you matter as a person, as a human being on walking this planet. You matter equally as your patients or not, if not more, shoot, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? If I'm not well, I'm not well enough to treat you. Right. So a lot of us are helping everyone else, but ourselves, like we're not helping ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when you think of self-care, look at your schedule and say, what am I doing for me first this week? How am I elevating my own energy and spirit and mood? Am I eating well, right? All the things we're telling our patients to do, right? You kind of sit with yourself and say, what am I doing for me this week, for this month, for the month of of February? What am I doing for myself? What have I put on the calendar that supports me as a woman, that supports me as a a mother, right? And there may be men listening to this as well. You could do this for the guys too. Absolutely, absolutely. What am I doing for me as a man, as the husband, as the provider, as the dad, right? How can I support myself so I show up more powerfully every day? Absolutely. A lot of adults now are holding, we're just wearing a lot of hats. Yes. The same thing, even just with what you mentioned with the, you know, physician or, you know, with the docs out there, you want to obviously make sure, because I'm pretty sure our patients want us to be doing okay, because when we're doing okay, we can do a better job for you. So um, now we're going to delve into the forms of self-care. And I think this is something that a lot of people are going to want to hear about. So from your perspective, what are the different types of forms of self-care? Okay. So let me give you guys a little backstory where this is coming from. <laughs> so we had a retreat, you know, um, and that's what actually where I met Dr. Ngozi a couple of weeks ago in Florida. We had a retreat, and at the retreat, I talked about seven areas of self-care. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people consider self-care to be physical self-care, mm-hmm. right? That's the self-care that everyone, the marketing, all yeah. the social media, everything talks about physical self-care. So physical mm-hmm. self-care is your nutrition, right? What you're putting physically into your body. It's what you put on your body, the massages, the the manicures, the pedicures, the haircuts, the... All those things are all considered physical self-care, right? That's physically what you're doing with your body. But then there's, you know, your mental and emotional self-care, right? Which is a huge one for the healthcare professionals. Absolutely. We take on everyone else's burdens every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I'm an emergency medicine doctor. Literally, I'm seeing trauma, neglect, abuse every day when I work. That takes a toll on us as doctors. We're taking people's problems in every day. How do you release that? Absolutely, yes. Right? What's the process? How how do you purge all those things that you're taking in from people? So your mental health and your emotional wellness, that's part of your self-care. 
right? Another one is your intellectual self-care, mm-hmm. right? What are you doing to stimulate your mind? How are you growing, right? What would your mindset? And, you know, for, for what I do with fitness and weight loss coaching, a lot of it is mindset. Absolutely. A lot of it is how you see yourself, how you self-identify. Who are you? Right. Or who do you want to become? Mm-hmm. All of that is mindset. So if you're not, you know, feeding your brain, like I said before, what are you listening to in your car? My car is like a podcast university. All <laughs> <laughs> university, same here. <laughs> right. I'm like, look, what are we listening to on this ride? You know, because you've got to integrate it. And that's the, the thing we're going to talk about later. How do you integrate it? You've got to integrate your intellectual stimulation. That is part of self-care. Absolutely. Right. Some people say they're, you know, sapiosexual, right. You know, they need to be stimulated by, you know, in their mind, mm-hmm. intellectual growth. What are you doing for that? How is that working for you? Like what in your daily living is, you know, for intellectual self-care. Another one is spiritual self-care, right? Cool. What are you doing for devotion? What are you doing for being connected to God? Yes. I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. Proud of it. <laughs> So you've got your spiritual self-care. You've got your social self-care. Relationships. Yes. How are your relationships? Relationship with yourself. It's got to start with you, mm-hmm. right? Your relationship with yourself. How do you see yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Are you nice to yourself? What That's words cool. do you use to describe yourself? Like in yes. our coaching group last night, we had a little exercise where I asked each of the ladies during our group coaching session to list, to list 10 positive things about themselves. That's it was wonderful. They're like, wow, I should do this more. That's yes. right. Yes. Right? So how is that relationship with you going? How are you talking to yourself? Are you being kind? Are you giving yourself grace? Or are you harsh? Are you negative? What's your relationship with your partner, with your coworkers, with your friends, with your kids, with your parents? All of that is part of self-care. So if you start really opening your mind to, oh my gosh, there's social self-care, there's financial self-care, there's, oh, we didn't even talk about finances yet, right? <laughs> right? There's intellectual self-care, there's physical self-care, there's social self-care, there's emotional self-care. There's all these different versions of self-care. All of them are important for us to be a whole person, right? So think about the financial Mm self-care, right? If you want to go to the fabulous Turks and Caicos retreat and other things and different things, you need money, (laughs) right? If you want to take a fabulous trip, you know, with your family, you need money. So how are you preparing for that? If you want that to be a part of your life, and something that you're doing on a regular basis to feel joy, like we talked about, and you're creating things that bring joy into your life, some of them cost money. Absolutely. Right? If you have a luxurious taste like I do, and I'm very proud of it, I don't care. <laughs> and we're up in the four seasons like, what? <laughs> that costs money. Okay? So well, well, how your ducats looking? How your pennies looking? <laughs> Okay, this is self-care. <laughs> so yes, these are areas of self-care that you may not consider self-care, but anything you're doing that elevates your mood, that brings you joy, that makes you feel at peace is caring for you. So 
consider all those things and start ranking them for yourself and say, okay, from one to 10, how am I doing in this area? How am I doing in that area? That can be a really good place to start, to start saying, wow, I really need to make me a priority. Absolutely. So God told you it was going to be good. You didn't realize how good it was going to (laughs) get. So, um, I guess you've already kind of touched on it, but what would be the advice? Because a lot of times when, you know, obviously the content here is for informational purposes. So what actionable steps can people take to get started today prioritizing themselves? In- okay. ah, <clears throat> the big thing is planning, okay. right? Scheduling. Yes. Setting boundaries that says, you know, this is a space I'm carving out mm-hmm. today for me. Absolutely. It could be literally 20 minutes of reading part of a book. Mm-hmm. It could be taking a, a nice bubble bath, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't even have to be you leaving the house. Yes. Let's make it easy. Because <laughs> you know the excuses are coming now, right? Oh, but I don't have time. Oh, we all start with 24 hours every day. <laughs> every day. Yes. So it's about prioritizing it. It's about committing to it in your heart space, in your mind, saying, what would this do for me mm-hmm. if I started to do this on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. We are responsible for our health and wellness. It's not our husband's or you know, doctor's responsibility. It is yours. Absolutely. So if you start with the mindset of claiming your health, Claiming your wellness, claiming your body, claiming your, your the way you feel in your body, mm-hmm. right? And you say, you know what? I am taking ownership of this. This right. is no one else's responsibility but mine. Right. That's one way to start, right? Just being aware. And then the second part is putting it on the calendar. Yes. If it's, it's not on my calendar, it's not happening, period. <laughs> gets done. Right? Yes. What's scheduled gets done. Yes. So if it's not even thought about, right, it's, if it's not in your awareness, that's the first thing. So then now when you're aware of it, how do you implement? You need to then say, where in my week am I going to put the things that matter to me? Right. right? We go back to that question again. What do you want? That's it. Right. So if it's, I want to have you know, a, a spa session once a month, then you get to plan it. Thank if it's, I want to, you know, really feel connected to my kids and have dinner, you know, at least twice a week to have that social engagement with them, then it goes on the schedule. You treat that that appointment on that schedule like you would do your job. Thank You're not going to not show up at work, right? Because you have tied a level of priority and importance to your work. Right. And you also have a consequence if you don't go. Right. That's true. So then ask yourself, what is the consequence of me not scheduling my self-care? Right. You ask yourself that. Who suffers if I'm not well? Uh, It's not just you. Your kids are suffering. It radiates. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's a ripple effect of you not taking care of you. You're Mm -hmm. not the only one suffering. Your kids are suffering because they're experiencing the mean version of you. <laughs> right? You're tired 
you're drained, you're exhausted, and everybody feeling it. <laughs> Not just you. Trust and believe. <laughs> so when you are well, when you're taking care of you, you smile more. <laughs> they get the right. Yes, it's a different version of you people get to experience. Don't you want to be the nice person? <laughs> no, the top two things, and it makes total sense. And literally, those are the things that I talk about. But she's stipulating it in such an um, uh, eloquent way. Plant, well, first of all, make it a priority. The reason we're talking about it is bringing it to the forefront of your mind. Yes. So the and then figuring out what's important to you and then planning and scheduling it. And that's where you start. Yes. So and you schedule truly what you want. It's not, you know, what I think it should be because somebody else did it, right? It's right. what do you want? And everybody is different. So yes. somebody else decides it's important is not necessarily what's going to be important to you. So this is really a personalized approach. Absolutely. It's a personalized approach and consider things that really you enjoyed maybe in college or go back, like say, okay, what, when was the last time I truly felt happy? Right. Right. What was I doing? Right. That's and true. then of course the, the, all the negative critic thing is going to start coming out for you. Oh, but you know, that was, you know, before I had kids. Okay. So is there something you can do to delegate the kids to someone so you can get to go do that? Right. Right. Delegating is awesome. It opens space for you to take care of you. So yes, the stuff still gets done that needs to be done and, but you still get to take care of you. There is both and, right? You do the both and you get to do what you're doing and they get the, the, the quality care they need, but you don't have to be the one every single time. Absolutely. That's another mom thing. We think we have to be. Oh. <laughs> the other thing I've, I've noticed a lot of is that guilt. A lot of moms feel guilty putting themselves first. And, you know, what you don't realize is, you know, if you're overworked, burned out, your, your family and your loved ones that, you know, you're prioritizing, they're not going to get the best of you. So you no. have yourself fill up and then you know then yes. you can the best of you so thank you so much this was so good so i'm going to switch gears i always ask everyone that comes on why do you do what you do so same question for you why do you do what you do doc oh my gosh i love that question why I do i do what i do mm -hmm. i do what i do because it fills me up in such a way that so okay so Med emergency medicine has always filled me up, right? It's in it's immediate gratification. Somebody mm -hmm. comes in with a broken bone, I can fix it, right? I can align it, I can put a cast on, boom, done. Somebody comes in with a kid who can't breathe from asthma, I give them medication. I love that instant gratification. So that for me was so exciting for emergency medicine. For fitness and weight loss coaching now, what makes me so excited about that is the women I work with are phenomenal women. In the other areas of their lives, they're just killing it, like bosses, right? They're running ORs, ERs, courtrooms, you know, like building businesses, teams. But they're really struggling with this one area, which is their health and wellness. They're struggling with the weight. They're struggling with menopausal symptoms. They're struggling with that baby belly that just won't freaking go away, <laughs> right? 
They're like, they're like, Jesus, you know, if that could just get this one thing under control, I will be golden. And that's where I come in. And when they get the results and they can finally get that piece of their life working. And the, the beautiful thing is, it's not just that. They do this whole program that literally turns things around where they're more productive. They have more time to do their workouts. They have more time to plan delicious, healthy meals, more time to be with their husband. Husbands are happy. <laughs> they're coming on the call like, thank you. <laughs> like awesome. she's happy. You know what I mean? Like, so that when that piece is like, it's like that final puzzle piece that's just in there and it's like, voila. I love it. And it's like, that just warms my heart to see these women elevating their life to a place where everything makes sense and they're being able to do it in a way that they're still, you know, doing all the other amazing things they're doing in the world to to serve other people. But now they are serving themselves as well. They're no longer on the back burner. And that... Oh, there's no price on that. There's just no, it's like, I see it. And I'm just like, yes, <laughs> I love it. Okay. And that's why I do what I do. That's I a long it. answer. Complete <laughs> answer. So the other question, this is completely unrelated, but we always learn from it. So this is the other question. Um, if you had an opportunity to meet your 20 year old self, with all the experiences that you've had thus far, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? What would you advise yourself? Oh, my goodness. My 20-year-old self. I'm 48 now. (laughs) So much has happened since then. Most people tell me that's a loaded question. I (laughs) No, but it's a good question. Um, My 20-year-old self, I would say definitely go to medical school. You know, it's it's brought me so many opportunities to meet incredible people. I would definitely say go to medical school. I would say start your own business earlier. Okay. Right? Um, You know, we all get stuck in this employee mindset. I would definitely say be an entrepreneur. Create Mm -hmm. your own path. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not going to be easy, but it's, it's so, so worthy. I mean, worth it. It's so worth it to do it so that you do it on your own terms and you get to be in that front seat Okay. and directing your life. That's what I would tell my 20 year old self. And I hope she would listen. <laughs> Cause you know, that's that part, you know, you can say it. <laughs> when we were younger, we weren't listening. We're not listening. <laughs> That question also helps people to reflect and, you know, for someone listening out there that is in the same position, it's always um, helpful to hear. So thank you so much, Dr. Lake. This was so, so good. So everybody, um, actually, before we end it, where can people find you? Because I know people are going to want to connect with you. So, okay. So uh, on Facebook, um, Dr. Die Fitness. So it's D-R-D-I, then the word fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Um, so that's my public uh, Facebook page. I also have a free fitness accountability group for high achieving women um, that I run. It's called uh, Fit Boss Culture Club with Dr. Die. It's on Facebook. 
And I have my Instagram handle there on the screen. <clears throat> so if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm not a huge social media person, but I've got some Instagram stuff there. And it's Dr. Die Fit Life. Um, so those are the big ways um, to find me, um, <clears throat> you know, to connect. Awesome. Thank you so much. So guys, you've heard it. Look her up. Um, and for those of you looking for a quality primary care physician, we are accepting new patients at Apple Valley Family Medicine. Our number is 304-350-1087. And you can find us online at www.applevalleyfamilyman.com. Please like and share this video. I know there's somebody out there you that would definitely benefit. So I was even here taking some notes as well. So thank you. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thank you again, Dr. Lake. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week, and have a great rest of your week.